Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Information provided in the podcast is for educational purposes only, is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Today we're talking about the learning the spiritual meaning of plants. So people will ask me, you know, what does this certain herb stand for? What does this plant mean in spiritual ways? What is the symbolism for it? And there are books out there that will list all sorts of things about the plants. Um, many times they talk about having protective qualities. They help to dispel negativity. Um, they bring in uh, luck and abundance and they're there for good health and they get rid of bad things in their life. And to me, those lists that I find in books have always been very um, vague to me. And it seemed like every herb out there was to help um, dispel negative energy and to get rid of uh, things in our lives and to attract prosperity and health. And so it was always very vague to me. Always wanted more specific information uh, for for my life. And so that's what we're going to talk about today and how the method that I use for um, learning the spiritual meaning and the symbolism of specific herbs and of plants out there. Uh, so what I usually start to tap into with plants and herbs, and I use the words plants and herbs uh, interchangeably, what I start to do is look at how the plant grows, what's unique about the plant in comparison to the other things around it, what is it used for in, in medicinal-like um, ways and with herbal remedies, and also I look at the, um, how it, how it looks, how it smells and, um, any other physical characteristics that I can see that differentiate it from the other plants around it. So for example, herbs that have really deep roots, like a taproot, you know, plants can have a very long taproot, like a carrot, or they can have, um, hairy fibrous roots around them as well. Plants that have very deep tap roots, I tend to think of them as very grounding herbs and that helped me feel settled and help me feel actually more relaxed. I like the feeling of being grounded and kind of getting out of the worry mentality and all of the thoughts up here. Eventually, I want to get very grounded in my body, in my environment and help me uh, focus and help me make good, clear decisions based on how grounded I feel. So um, deep roots, that's what I'll, if I ever want to be around a plant um, for its kind of spiritual energy, use a plant for its spiritual meaning, and I'm looking for grounded energy, I will work with um, an herb that has very deep tap roots. Um, the herb can uh, be in your hand, dried, and already dehydrated. It could be part of the root, which would be ideal, or it could be another part of the plant too. But um, either way, you have that energetics in your hand. You could be sitting next to the plant outside. For instance, if you knew a certain tree had deeper roots, like oak trees can have deep roots, um, you may prefer to sit by that one. 
um, rather than sitting next to a, another tree that has, you know, more roots that are more feeder roots that come out on the very surface of, of the soil. So these are some things that I think about when I'm dealing with uh, trying to think of the symbolism, the spiritual symbolism of a plant, thinking about how it grows. If a plant was a vining plant um, that likes to vine up certain you know, trees and other structures to get closer to the light, closer to the sunlight, those are herbs that I would use that reach toward something like a reach towards your goals or reach toward uh, happiness because we usually think of the sunlight as happiness. Um, herbs that can travel differently uh, than, than other um, plants. Plants will move around their environment by sending out seeds to you know send out the genetic DNA to live somewhere else. And they can also spread underground. But vining is another way that plants, can move around. So thinking of vines, vines are really um, cool uh, spiritual meaning to like really get into um, some creative spaces in your life and to find the nooks and crannies of all of the, the abundance that you're trying to find in your life. Things that are flexible, if you're looking for flexibility, symbols of flexibility in your life. Um, symbols of being able to um, find any space to be able to support yourself. So the vining structures can be used differently. Vines have some sort of tendency to be in spirals as well. So it, that's kind of a cool symbolism if you're looking for that. Um, and then there are plants that have prolific blossoms on them. They just seem to always have uh, lots of flowers on them. Those, uh, the symbolism for those types of plants that do have prolific blooms, those are the, the herbs that I like to think of um, as symbolizing like replenishing and abundance um, and, and that kind of energy in them. So there's this broad energy that plants have. You can think uh, in broad terms and then get more and more specific with the spiritual meaning of them based on what you know specifically with that plant. So sure, you can use the list that you find in books and online. But for me, um, getting connected with the spiritual meaning of plants is very, it, it is individualized for people. So something that you see uh, that one person sees as something they, you know, I really like that tree because it really symbolizes strength for me, or that particular plant really um, seems very calming to me. Somebody else may not have that same experience or see, see the same details. We all kind of focus in on different details. So you can think of things in broad terms, um, broad meanings, and also remember that uh, you can have your own individualized meaning of spiritual meaning of plants. And then you can get very specific about um, plants. So let's try that out with the with the herb of dandelion. So dandelion is something lots of people um, are familiar with. Dandelions grow so many, so many places. So I actually think of dandelion as having a friendly energy. Other people will see dandelion as annoying. It pops up in their lawn. They don't like it. They want to get rid of it. But I see, in my experience, dandelion is friendly energy because it can grow in so many different environments. 
It pops up everywhere. It's just always everywhere you go, there's dandelion. For the most part, you can't go anywhere in the world without coming across dandelion in some place. So it's almost like this friendly, um, friendly plant ally that's everywhere. No, no matter where you are, that plant will be. It's like a greeter everywhere that you go. Um, it travels very well. It the the seeds um, are on a puff of wind, and there they go. They can just travel everywhere. So it's a, it's ubiquitous. It's every single place you go. It's like a very um, common thing that you always see. It helps to put you in the place that you're you're in. No matter where you are, there you are because you have this friendly reminder that um, you have, you know, dandelion is there. So if you're somebody who maybe doesn't like to travel, dandelion energy would be really great to have because it does it so well. It, it's very much everywhere. It floats on the wind. The seeds can be carried in pockets. And that's probably how it got over to the North American continent was that people that were traveling from the European area over to North America, they weren't really sure what was going to be over here, what kind of medicinal plants, food plants. So they brought things with them uh, on their way over. And then when they got here, they would plant things. It does really well with wherever it moves around. So, um, and then when we get even more specific about it, it is a plant that can support the digestive system. The roots have inulin, I-N-U-L-I-N, inulin. It's a prebiotic. So that means the microbiome of our gut system, our digestive system, there are good um, things that are living in there that are helping us. They're doing, you know, symbiosis. They're in there to help us. And those good microbiome, the good microbiome, the things living in our GI system, they need to eat on things as well. And they do really well with inulin. So we can be feeding our internal system that way and supporting our own digestive system. So we, do, you know, that whole meaning of feeding the things we want in our lives that already are there to help us and to keep it in balance is another type of spiritual meaning that you could use with dandelion. <clears throat> Excuse me. So dandelion roots could help you be more grounded, help get you out of worry mentality. The um, ingesting the tea of root, the root, uh, dandelion root can also help um, support your uh, gut uh, microbiome. And so it's like feeding your, feeding your system and keeping it replenished. So there's a lot of different spiritual meanings that you can put onto these things when you know some of the specifics of how it grows, what it looks like, and what it can do to our bodies. So I'm a very strong component, a proponent, I'm a strong proponent of people taking the spiritual meaning of plants um, based on their own experience and their own knowledge of, of a plant. So instead of asking, what is the spiritual meaning of plant A, B, or C? It would more suit you to, to ask yourself um, or ask another person who is with you, what is this plant? How does this plant grow? 
what does it prefer? Does it like the sun, the shade, the darkness? Is it something that grows slowly over time and needs to have a consistent environment? Um, does it need to be have a stable environment? Or is it something that can be resilient and grow in many different kinds of environments? And we can certainly use those meanings of plants in different parts of our lives. Sometimes we need things to be very stable and not to be changing a whole lot. And other times we can um, be more resilient and um, you know, need a little bit help when things are not as stable as they used to be and you need some resiliency in your life. And so you can be drawing forth the meaning um, through, through certain herbs and plants. So certain plants will also remind other people of good memories and some people may have a negative connotation with that. So that's one other reason why when I read in a book, you know, this plant is, um, can be used for the spiritual meaning of love and abundance. But if you don't like the smell of that plant, the taste of that plant, you um, have bad memories associated with it, maybe it grew in front of somebody's house that you didn't like, or something like that, then that's not going to be the same spiritual meaning for you. In certain cultures and in certain religions, there are symbols of plants that are long held. They are thousands of years old. And if those meanings of those plants have been taught to you um, for many years, many decades, maybe your whole life, those spiritual meanings of that particular plant are probably going to hold true because they've kind of been embedded into your mind um, through, you know, through many, many years. So there are some herbs and plants out there that are going to have a strong spiritual connotation because you've been taught that. And the, the sooner we've been taught those meanings, those spiritual meanings, and heard the stories and used that particular plant in a certain way over and over, that's probably going to stay pretty strong in, in, in you. But there are all the other plants that are out there that maybe you're just learning about or you're starting to focus on. You know, you can draw your own spiritual meaning from them. The really interesting thing is that many people will associate a similar meaning to plants, um, even if they don't talk to each other. Um, like the mighty redwood forest, you know, most people would probably feel like a really ancient energy from them or have a spiritual meaning of, you know, something that lasts a long, long time and has um, the spiritual meaning of long lasting health or something like that. Like there's certain... Um, there's certain threads that do seem to weave into certain meanings that many people, no matter where they live or what experience they have, seem to kind of come to a consensus on certain spiritual meanings. But having said that, it also is very individualized for people too. So um, certain plants will grow in profusion in one part of the world and not the other. So therefore, some people are going to have a strong um a strong knowledge and understanding of that plant and then be able to draw in a spiritual meaning to it because they've been around that plant for a long time. But if you're somebody who has never seen that plant or has no experience with it, it might be a little bit um, harder for you to draw the spiritual meaning. So working with the plants that you're familiar with, that are around you, that you can see, smell, taste, touch, if possible, those are the ones that um, I would suggest to focus on. Not necessarily all the fun ones that seem, you know, exotic because they don't live near you. 
but really stay as close to the plant world that's around you as possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast. Please follow me on my Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals, or on my blog, fullcircleherbals.com. 